Hello, this is Courtney from Wonder in English. The Wonder in English community provides free online English lessons for students with an intermediate to advanced level of English. For the full version of this lesson, don't forget to check out wonderinenglish.com, W-O-N-D-E-R in English.com. So today I'm talking about birth control, and this goes for both men and women. I know that women are primarily the people who are taking birth control measures, but I think that this is equally important for the men in their lives, and I also think that everyone benefits from having safe sex and birth control. So men, stay tuned as well, and listen out for the following vocabulary. I'm going to explain them at the end of the podcast. See if you can understand them in the context, and I'll explain them after, and you can see if you are right. The first phrase is to mask something, then triggered, turn the other cheek, to go haywire, synthetic, fertilize, cervical mucus, Consistency, consistency of a liquid, flatlined, prolonged periods of time, autoimmune diseases, gut or gut wall, and spout out, sometimes said a spout off. All right, so that's only a fraction of the vocabulary that I actually do define for you. So I suggest going to check out wonderinenglish.com. I have the full transcript there and all of the vocabulary defined that is important to understand this message. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about birth control. So before I go into any of the details that I want to talk about today, I wanted to first let you know that I support whatever birth control option you choose, and the most important thing is to practice safe sex. So regardless of what you're doing, having some form of birth control is essential. So I'm going to talk a little bit about why I was so hesitant about birth control in the first place. So birth control is very commonly given out here in the United States. They'll just give it to kids, you know, 13, 14, 15, maybe even younger to help them with their acne and to help them with heavy periods. So doctors will prescribe this to mask hormonal issues that are happening in the body rather than actually deal with the issues at hand. So a lot of these issues about having extreme heavy periods or a lot of intense acne, these are hormonally based and triggered through our environment and what we put on our bodies. So if we're sleeping very little and we're eating a lot of foods that produce a lot of acidity in the body, it's very likely going to make our hormones rise and fall very quickly. So when we eat very sugary foods or foods that produce acidity in the body, it requires our body to use hormones in order to maintain the normal levels that we have in our body. So the food that we eat really affects how hormones are distributed into our body. And by covering up hormonal issues with birth control, it really turns the other cheek. 
on the issue instead of dealing with what's going on. So my first problem with birth control is that we're giving it to people that are way too young who are not even having sex for the purpose of controlling bodily functions that are going haywire because of environmental factors and because of how we're treating our bodies. So my first recommendation would be to look at what you eat and how that affects your cycle before you go on birth control to change bad periods or to change acne. So what are birth control pills anyway? So I'm specifically talking about the pills when I'm talking about birth control in this episode. And I'm really referring to combination pills, which are the most common. What that means is it's a combination of two hormones, synthetic hormones, estrogen and progesterone. So these are hormones that we naturally have in our body, but the birth control has a synthetic or fake version. And it basically prevents ovulation. It prevents the egg from leaving the follicle. And if the egg doesn't ever release, there's nothing to to fertilize. It also helps thicken the cervical mucus. This is actually one of the most important things for conception to take place. So if you want to get pregnant, you have to have good cervical mucus. And the cervical mucus will change throughout your cycle making you able or not able to have children depending on its consistency. So what we do with birth control by preventing ovulation and by having always this thick cervical mucus, what we're really doing is we're making ourselves be flatlined. So we no longer have these cycles that I was talking about in the last podcast episode. Normally we have these seasons and these cycles throughout the month that mirror nature But by taking this synthetic or fake hormone, we're keeping our body stabilized in this one state. It's almost like tricking our body into thinking that we're pregnant all of the time. So as you can imagine, this is something that seems quite unnatural and that sort of makes me a little bit nervous. So I wanted to research a little bit more about this to determine what was going on in the body, and what are the risks of taking birth control for years like many women do. I think my mom took birth control for over a decade. And while she has never had any issues, that doesn't leave me comforted because I know plenty of people have had issues from taking these pills for prolonged periods of time. So do you even have your period when you're on the pill? Most women think that you do because you still bleed. Well, this is actually technically not your period. It's called withdrawal bleeding, and it means that the hormones are withdrawing from your body. So they're slightly lowering, and then you do have a little bit of uterine lining coming out. It's going to be much, much, much lighter than it would be otherwise. So the uterine lining is what you bleed out, basically. And it's much lighter this time because it never really had a chance to build up in the first place because that's what the hormones prevent. So you're never really having a full normal period. You're having something else. And by flatlining our bodies, eliminating periods, eliminating ovulation, this is a wonderful thing to prevent pregnancy. But by doing this, we're also putting ourselves at risk for other health issues. Most importantly, birth control hormonal pills are linked to higher rates in breast cancer, cervical cancer, and autoimmune diseases. So one of the most alarming and I think least addressed issues with birth control is that it severely affects the gut. So 
it has the possibility to really impact the way that material travels through your gut wall and into the rest of your body. So the gut is actually known as like the second brain of the body. Good gut health is essential in order to have good overall health. If you want a healthy body, you have to have a healthy gut. Hormones like estrogen from these birth control pills can increase inflammation and can affect the gut negatively. These are the types of things that lead to diseases. When you have increased inflammation for a long period of time, this is what leads to disease. So you're at a higher risk to develop things like Crohn's disease because of these synthetic hormones. So I don't want to just sit here and spout out negativity and say, don't ever take birth control. It's not good for you. Because I have personally taken birth control. I stopped it and I might start again one day. I don't know. But I think the most important thing is to be entirely aware of the side effects and of what will happen to your body if you take this. So you at least should know that it's going to impact your gut health so that maybe you can make other decisions that will improve your gut health. So getting your standard exam at the gynecologist, your pap smear, to check for HPV to make sure that you don't develop cervical cancer, that's an important step that you can take knowing that birth control does lead to risk in cervical cancer. The same thing goes for breast cancer. If you really want to avoid these hormones, these synthetic hormones, there are non-hormonal birth control options. Obviously, everyone knows about condoms, but there are also other things. For example, like diaphragms and copper IUDs. A copper IUD can be inserted by a doctor and can stay for a very long time in your body. They have no hormones, so they won't have any of those risks that I just talked about. However, they do cause you to have heavier periods. So if you already have a heavy period, you don't want to go on a copper IUD. So the reason I wanted to make this podcast episode is because I really just wanted men and women alike to know what is happening to the body when it's affected by birth control. My biggest recommendation would be to consult the internet and your doctor in order to find the best possible option for you. I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Stay tuned now for an explanation of all the vocabulary that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. Okay, thank you so much for listening to that podcast. Now I'm going to go ahead and define the words that I mentioned at the very beginning for you. The first phrase was to mask something. When you mask something, you hide it or you cover it up with something. For example, you wear a mask over your face. You do this when you're robbing someone or maybe for Halloween or something called a masquerade where everyone dresses up in pretty gowns and dances together. Triggered. To cause an event or a situation to happen. So one thing can trigger something to happen. For example, a skier can trigger an avalanche. But we also use this in a slang way when we want to say that something bothers us. We say, oh, that really triggers me because it just bothers you. Turn the other cheek. So this is an idiom that we use in English, and it means to look the other way, figuratively and literally. So it means that you don't want to face the issue, you don't want to address it, but you just turn the other cheek and look away from it and ignore what's happening. To go haywire. This is when something goes crazy and it just stops working or it breaks down in some way. So if my computer goes haywire, maybe the whole screen will turn blue and then turn off. 
synthetic. I mentioned in the podcast that the hormones are synthetic. This means that they're unnatural and that they're made of chemicals. Fertilize. So fertilize is when something basically comes to life. So if you put plants in the ground, you're going to put something called fertilizer on top of it, which is like cow poop or cow manure, and that will make the plants grow. Well, in this context, we're talking about the egg being fertilized by the sperm. So life is happening because you're adding two elements together. Cervical mucus. So I know this is kind of gross, but I think it's an important word to know or phrase to know because we are talking about our own bodies here. So mucus is an ugly word in English, but it basically is just a type of liquid that is thick and slimy. So when you have all that stuff coming out of your nose when you're sick, yeah, that's called mucus. The cervix is in the female's body and it's a narrow passage that's at the end of the uterus. So cervical mucus is basically the the liquid or the mucus that lives in that area and it allows the sperm to travel to meet the egg and fertilize it. I mentioned that this was one of the most important things for conception to take place. Consistency of a liquid. So the consistency of a liquid is explaining how the liquid holds itself together, kind of like the thickness of it. So for example, I would say that the consistency of soup is a lot thicker than the consistency of milk. Flatlined. We use this when we're talking about someone dying. So if a person's heart stops and you're looking at their heart rate, it becomes a flat line because it's no longer beating. So that's why we say flatlined. In this case, I'm not really using it in that same sense. I'm trying to use it kind of figuratively to mean that we don't have cycles anymore when we're on the hormonal pill. Instead, we just have this flat line. There are no fluctuations in hormones. Prolonged periods of time. So this is a chunk of words that we often use together. If something is prolonged, it means that it's continuing for a long time, longer than usual. So we will oftentimes use these four words together. Prolonged periods of time. Autoimmune diseases. So these are diseases where the body is somehow sabotaging or attacking itself. For example, I have something called eczema and the skin cells are just producing way faster than they need to. So the body just malfunctions for no apparent reason. Gut or your gut wall. So your gut is your stomach and all the digestive enzymes that are inside of it that help break down your food. When we're talking about the gut wall, we just mean the actual organ itself, so what is containing the gut. And the very last one is spout out or spout off. I think spout off might be actually more typical, but I said spout out in this podcast. But when you're spouting off something, this is like an informal way to say that you're talking about something in an annoying way or a boring way or negative way. So basically, you're just bringing out negativity in some aspect. All right, so those are all the vocabulary words that I define here on the podcast. But don't forget to log into wonderinenglish.com because you'll find a ton more along with the transcript there as well so you can read along.
as you're listening. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to hop on there and ask me and I'd be happy to answer. Don't forget to leave a comment about this podcast if you're enjoying it. That really helps more people find it and I would really, really appreciate that. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye.